Welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot! He was a pro! He never made it this far! A competitor. He was very good. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. Where did you come from? From your blood. I'm Groot. You will be. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. Just listen to the old Pork Chop Express take his advice on a dark and stormy night. You underestimate my power. He's gonna be the third scariest thing on that train. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Welcome back to the Random City Podcast. I'm Jimmy in Georgia. It is time to get random once again. Had a new episode drop a few days ago for the first time in a while. Thank you guys for checking that one out. Hitting us up on Instagram with those likes. Appreciate that. So today, I want to talk about some more random stuff. One of the topics I want to cover briefly, randomly here in Random Chatter, is the 90th birthday for Mickey Mouse. I think... Almost everybody in the U.S. at least. I don't know around the world. It might be a little different. We grew up with Disney to some varying degrees. I definitely loved some of the Disney movies as a kid. And then as I got older, they definitely started making some really good movies in lots of different ways. But I, I like Mickey Mouse. I like, But, you know, as far as that older pantheon of characters, I really preferred Goofy. <laughs> I love the old Goofy, I guess, shorts where he would be doing some kind of sports. He would, you know, fall off the cliff and go, those kinds of things. I was a big, bigger fan of Goofy than Mickey, especially going into, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, I guess, with uh, DuckTales and things like that. I, I like Donald Duck more than Mickey. Mickey's definitely lower on my totem pole of Disney characters, but he's still a great character. Without Mickey, there would be no Disney. There wouldn't have been all those other things. So I definitely give him his props as far as a, a character goes. One thing I find interesting, I'm sure this is probably going to change here in the near future. Every time Mickey Mouse comes up for possibly entry into the public domain, Disney's lobbyist, and yes, they have their own lobbyist, throw who knows how much money at the government and they change the laws. Um, this happened in the 70s, this happened in the 90s, and I truly expect it to happen again within the next few years since currently Mickey Mouse is expected to go into public domain in about four years in 2023. So, I think this will change soon, and we'll be hearing on the news, oh, such and such a change, <laughs> because of Mickey Mouse and Disney's money and their influence. But anyway, happy birthday, Mickey. I did watch the show on ABC via Hulu, um, which was interesting. The new character models they have where the eyes and mouth move are, are kind of cool. It's kind of kind of scary a little bit here and there, depending on what was happening, but definitely better than the ones I had seen I mean, years gone by. And so, as celebration for Mickey's 90th birthday, I did do a Steamboat Willie sketch of Mickey Mouse. So, if you want to go over to at Jimmy Inga Jimmy in Georgia on Instagram, um, you can check that out and uh, leave me a comment or something. It'd be great. One of the things I want to mention here in the random chatter portion of this week's podcast, I've been playing The Legend of Zelda, the original 1987 classic, on the NES Classic, or as some call it, the NES Classic. Or as I like to call it, the Nintendo Classic. Because I've always been one of those old school people who called the NES the Nintendo. I'm going to play Nintendo. Um, these days you hear people talking about the NES and the SNES. I never called it a NES or a SNES. I called it the Nintendo and Super Nintendo and occasionally NES or SNES. 
Um, not an S or a SNES. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I've been playing Zelda. I, I played it growing up. I rented it. I never owned it as a kid. And I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't have a map. I, I wandered around and I died. And You know, this is kind of dumb. And so years you know, later now, um, I've had the, the Nintendo Classic, as I like to call it, even though that's not what it's called. For a while, it came back out earlier this year and I was finally able to get one. I wanted one like two years ago. For Christmas and obviously like many of us I didn't get one and so it's been fun going through there overall it's taken me a little over 10 and a half hours over the course of probably two weeks to go through the game and actually save Princess Zelda and so last night actually um, as I'm recording today I defeated the game for the first time and I know there's a second version that gets harder I guess kind of like the original Super Mario Brothers or you can go back through and it gets more difficult. And I like that idea, but at the same time, I don't like starting over after being all super-powered, having, you know, upgraded shields, upgraded swords, upgraded health, etc., 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 and then having to go back to zero. But either way, I've really enjoyed this, and so since I do have the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, I want to probably, I guess, get into the Zelda 2, because that's the one I've never really played. And then I did play again. I didn't own it, but I played A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo back in the day. So I kind of feel like just going through these games. And I don't know at what point I won't have them or won't be able to get one, you know, cheaply. Uh, I have Ocarina of Time. I have a couple copies of it, actually. I think I have a gold copy and a regular copy. Um, I beat it when it first came out, like the weekend it first came out. I was in college at the time. I just moved into this um, apartment, and uh, a friend of mine came over, and we we played that game like for the entire weekend, and beat it. Right, you know, just took us a couple days. Like we we got very little sleep. It was kind of like being kids again, like in the best way. Like because I remember doing that with my cousin. I'd go over stay with my cousin, and we'd play whatever the latest game he had or I had, um, or we rented. You know, whatever the option was. I feel like one of the ones we played for a really long time was like the Streets of Rage and then one of the Nintendo, uh, maybe even Sega, but one of the old uh, Ninja Turtle games. I feel like we played those things forever, around like 1990 or so, something like that, a long time ago. Anyway, that was fun, and I, I never have really played Majora's Mask, and so that would be one I would need to pick up. Um, I do have the Ocarina of Time for the 3DS. I, I've got a, tons of video games. I guess when it comes to video games, I've never really considered myself a collector, especially since over time, for the most part, I've either given away or sold so many of the ones I had. Uh, but in the last decade, I guess, or six, eight years, I picked up some of those older things again. Um, like I got a PlayStation 2 a while back. I think I mentioned this at some point on one of the podcasts. I don't want to get too heavy into this. But anyway, just recently, I picked up a Nintendo Again, the NES off of eBay. It was real cheap. It was like 25 bucks. Came with one of my favorite games ever, RC Pro-Am. It works, but it has some issues. I replaced the 72-pin connector, but I still think I probably need to go in. There's a little chip um, in there that's supposed to be protecting the the console from some kind of region locking kind of thing. And it sounds like if I um, solder one of those pins, I I can make the Nintendo work. Because I usually get a blinking light and a green screen. And if I move the cartridge around, eventually it'll it'll pop up with the actual games. Now, all the games I've gotten so far have been cheap off of eBay. 
and they've all worked. I picked up Excite Bike and then the Duck Hunt Mario uh, for I guess around 10 bucks probably for the two of those. And then I got a lot of three games not too long ago of uh, Bases Loaded, which was a classic baseball game. I'm pretty sure that's the one that the kid in uh, Princess Bride is playing, Kevin from Wonder Years. And then uh, it also included Ice Hockey, which was a good one that has Mario on there, which is funny. And uh, another one of my all-time favorites, Pro Wrestling. My brother and I really dug Pro Wrestling um, as kids. Um, he was older than I am. I guess he was... A, teenager or whatever but um that was definitely i picked up you know just in the in the matter of a few weeks three of my favorite games for the nintendo with the rc pro-am excite bike and pro wrestling and of course mario but apart from mario everybody loves mario for the most part so yeah i guess that's my random chatter on video games and maybe this will be a more regular section of the show. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you updated on my progress if I keep going with the the Zelda franchise and, and catching up on the ones I didn't play before. So, all right. We're going to move on over into our random selection for this episode. It's almost Thanksgiving as I'm recording. or It's just a few days away, so it... I feel like people don't talk about as much as far as like TV shows and specials and things because those aren't as popular. Um, you know, there's the Charlie Brown has his Halloween special. He has a Christmas special. Both of those are probably the two most popular ones. There's a Thanksgiving one. I remember it. I haven't seen it in ages. But one I have seen recently that I do like was the Garfield Thanksgiving special. Um, I think this is from the late 80s, so kind of in the heyday of Garfield in general. And... It's really funny. Like, one thing I forget, I forget how funny the Garfield TV specials were before the Garfield TV series, before Garfield and Friends. That show was okay, but it it was usually not not as funny. Had a good time watching the Garfield Thanksgiving special again. And it was interesting, John, I I don't know, if you just really, if you really take a look at the show or the whole series, the comic strip, whatever... John's a crazy dude talking to his cat all the time. And, I mean, we, the audience, hear what Garfield says, but John doesn't. I mean, it's kind of like John's just crazy for the most part. But, anyway, I I really dug the thing. One of the bits that ran throughout the show, there's two main bits that ran throughout the whole show, was Garfield went to the vet, and the vet was the lady that John was trying to hit on, trying to get a date with. And for some reason, this lady decided that she would accept his invitation to come to Thanksgiving after John almost kills himself by holding his breath like a child. Also, as a part of the going to the vet, Garfield's put on a diet for most of the special. And so he's complaining about not getting enough food. He gets like a half a, half a piece of lettuce for lunch, etc., etc., etc. But it, it was very funny. And uh, Grandma came in and saved the day for John because he doesn't know how to cook. And I don't know. I had a good time watching it. Thanksgiving is one of those weird times of year. It gets so overlooked. It gets so pushed aside these days with the way Christmas is marketed, how there are Christmas items in stores in like August, in some cases maybe July. If you're in like a Hobby Lobby, those things, I think they get Christmas trees in May. It's just ridiculous in lots of ways. And so where I live, and I'm not joking, middle of October, Christmas trees were going up all around town. Before November 1st, the city had hung their lights all over town on the street lights for Christmas. And on November 1st here in town, 
a good chunk of the town had switched to Christmas mode as they prepare for thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people to come in the next few weeks to come to our place to have Christmas things. So anyway, it's it's been Christmas for a while here already, which I don't like for lots of different reasons. In my book, you, you shouldn't start Christmas things until Thanksgiving evening. The, the evening of Thanksgiving is the time where you say, okay, it's time to put up the tree or it's time to go find a tree, you know, maybe that weekend. But up until then, I don't find it appropriate really uh, to be playing the music and all those things. Like, I mean, especially here, having Christmas stuff up before Halloween is not acceptable. And then totally ignoring Thanksgiving, I don't like. And so anyway, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. It's one of those things. I feel like this is something that's lost these days. Just because we're such in a hurry to make money for Christmas and all the retailing situations, all the, and it's not just retail, but all those people who make money off Christmas are so, so ready to make that money. It's earlier and earlier and earlier as if this whole idea in the past, what, 10 years, this whole Black Friday thing, Black Friday wasn't a thing until recently. Black Friday was just what they called the day when they would start making more money as people started Christmas shopping. But in the past, what, 10 years or so, it's become like a holiday where people are just doing ridiculous things. They're getting trampled, going into the malls, trying to get a cheap TV or whatever it is they're trying to get after. People die. People are mauled. People are getting fights. And then to top that off, it's not even on Black Friday anymore. Now it's on thanksgiving day thanksgiving evening pretty soon it'll be thanksgiving midnight the next thing you know it'll be wednesday before thanksgiving and then already online everybody's been doing pre-black friday sales or black friday sales for the whole month of november you get back to the idea of thanksgiving yes i was talking about garfield and how how silly it was and it was funny and all i do appreciate that but the whole point of thanksgiving is to be grateful for what you have But we celebrate Thanksgiving not by being thankful, not by giving thanks for what we have or what we've been blessed with. But we celebrate, for the most part, most people, by going into debt and being greedy for things they don't really need. They covet things they don't have. They aren't content with what they have. And it's the opposite of Thanksgiving, I feel like. I guess to sum all this up, give thanks. You you know, whatever it is, if you have a place to live, if you have food, if you have air to breathe, if you wake up in the morning, give thanks. If you have loved ones, if you have a family, if you have a husband, a wife, you have children, you have a dog, whatever it is, give thanks for them. And don't get so caught up in all this stuff. At the end of the day, all the stuff in the world doesn't really matter all that much. I mean, yes, we need a place to live. We need shelter. We need food. We need, you know, clothes. But we could get by with a lot less than what most of us have. We don't we don't need all the junk. But be thankful for whatever whatever you have. Be thankful for what you get. And be thankful for time you have with people you love. Be thankful for freedom. Be thankful for liberty. Be thankful for justice. Be thankful for just the things that we take for granted. Clean water. There's just so many things. So, I do want to mention one thing here before we wrap up the show. A legend passed away in the world of entertainment um, and all sorts of forms of entertainment at this point. As you are all, I'm sure, well aware, Stanley, the creator of numerous, just an insane amount of things, um, passed away on Monday. He was 95. He 
I mean, he served in World War II, which is just awesome and amazing. Um, I mean, he created Iron Man, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, so many Marvel characters over the years, so many other characters as well, even apart from Marvel. Just a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal human, I feel like, in a lot of ways. I feel like he tried to inspire people. Just some of the quotes I've seen of, you know, people have been posting from him have been um, just kind of awesome. And so just want to, you know, take a moment and remember someone who has impacted a lot of us. I, mean, I like to draw. Uh, I mean, that's one of the things I talk about here occasionally with my YouTube channel, with my Instagram and things, um, apart from the podcast. I have art with Jimmy on YouTube or Jimmy INGA on Twitter, Instagram, places like that. You see me posting comic and comic book cartoon type drawings most of the time. And so many of those are Marvel related. Not all of them by any stretch, but a, a good chunk of them. Like, I don't know how many times I've drawn Spider-Man in the last you know year and a half or so. Um, just for one example, uh, recently... Just a couple weeks ago, I did a, a Mr. Fantastic drawing. It's on my Instagram. You can check that out. But yeah, so many characters, so many worlds, so many... I mean, and, and that's just the comic side. That's not even getting into all the the movie stuff, all the cameos. I mean, Stan Lee has just been a, uh, a statesman in the geek culture, um, I guess is a great way to say it. For so many years, he, he had been so esteemed by others, you know, looked upon as a... As as such a influential person because he was and it's true, but in times like this, I feel like we all should remember, um, even if we have a long, healthy life here, like ninety five years, it's amazing. I mean, honestly, it really is. Our time is short. A couple places the Bible talks about how we're like, a, a, you know, the grass that withers and dies, or we're like a, a mist of air. Like you know, we're, our existence is very short in comparison to eternity, and. You know, when someone either, you know, you personally care about and you know in your real life or some of these people who who are influential in your life, even if you never met them, you know, that definitely makes me take a moment and think about those larger things. You know, what's really important. Bible says in James, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little while, then vanishes. First Peter one twenty four says all flesh is like grass and all is glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls. In my years on earth, I've definitely seen how quickly time passes, how things seem to drag on as a child, you know, as a young child, especially and through high school. It seemed like that took forever to get through school. But the years since high school, years since college have just flown by. And it's just like it's been, you know, 20 years since I was at such and such place or it's been, you know, 10 years since whatever happened. It's like, wow, just crazy. I guess to sum up um, this little um, Stanley in memoriam, tell the people you love that you love them. Appreciate, you know, your your family while you have them and uh, your friends. And that's how we're going to wrap up the show today. So if you want to contact the show, I always say in every episode how you can do that. It's out there. Please do. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Random City Podcast. Peace.